sister. Hey. Kimberly Michelle. And Ordinary Love, she told you. Penny on Ice. That's different. We gon' like some candles for love. Let's go! Feel like DJ Clue talking over the trap. Let's go. Oh man, black woman, put your hands in the air. Beat drop. Hey, hey, hey. Let's go. Come on now, very special. This pod is very special. Hey. Black lives matter. Black women hug your black kings. White women hug your black kings. Or came a show will. That henny on ice. You so much right now. Shit. Hey, come on. Come on, man. Come on, Alex. I'm all with a day. Let's go. Mm, even if you tell her it's over. Come on. What she just said? What she just said? So much history, dog. Mm, come on. Come on over. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Very special. Uh, uh, uh. Let's go. Oh, fuck it up, King with Nah, she body this. Oh, wait, hold on. Let's go. Hey, hey. Bag dog, see her bag dog. Couple days. Hey, let's go. Okay. Whatever you want, boo. Hey, come on, come on with it. Hey, 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 hey. Light the candles, baby. Let's go. Very special. Okay. Let's go. Now y'all hear me out there. Let's go. Hey, hey, oh, let's go. Right on ice, baby. Let's go. Hey, the rest of, let's go. Come on. What? Very special. Boy, she hit those harmonies too. You, you hear it? I hear it out there. Come on now. Fucking this up. You know who fuck with this? You know who fuck with this song? Renette probably fuck with this song. This, this was this anthem. This had to be. Hey, had to, had to summer on smash. Very special. Let's go. Let's go. We're here now. Yeah, I don't think that was the desired reaction that came to show wanted when you hear her music. But damn now, I wish I was in the studio when she recorded that shit, boy. Man. See, that's, I'm going to play that shit 12 more times tonight. Just had the candles ready. Just the henny on ice, bro. You understand what I would do if I came home and Charlotte had a bunch of candles lit and Hennessy on ice? I don't know either because I don't even drink Henny like that. But it would be it would be a very – she did that one time. I came home and it was mad candles and shit. She was all romantic. I was like, shit, this is amazing. We going to do whatever you like. Very special. All I know, I, yo, I already know. Alana going to hear this shit and be singing along. She know the words. She black. Wow. Black women know K. Michelle. That's Keisha Cole's little sister. 
No, it's not Little Peach Coast, Little Peach Coast. But the last, you want you want to tell me how how confused I was when Megan Thee Stallion came out? I thought she was, remember that girl uh, Tommy Lee from Love and Hip Hop? Yeah, I thought that was her with a new ass. Oh, I see what form you're in today, bro. I was like, yo, wasn't this bitch just chasing scrap around? Now she got a deal and she can rap. I said, oh shit, Tommy Lee on on her shit now. Niggas is like, nigga, that is not Tommy Lee. You couldn't tell me that wasn't Tommy. I knew it was her. I said, y'all, they try to put a wool over your eyes. That's Tommy Lee, bitch. She got a new ass and probably some some new tits, and she can rap now. That's Tommy Lee. And it took me months. <laughs> I said, damn, why keep why Q cosign and Tommy Lee? Took me months, dog, to realize that Megan Thee Stallion and Tommy Lee were not the same fucking person. But I still kind of don't believe it. Kind of like um, there's a couple other people that you know I think are the same people. And nobody can tell me they're not because you don't see those people in the same place at the same time. Like Tyler Perry and Wendy Williams. Wow. Welcome to episode two of This Ain't a Podcast with Spread. I'm D. Very special. Yeah, that more than made up for the intro for last week. Very special, D. Let's go. How have you been? Man, I am living life, dog. I don't know if y'all can hear it in my voice, but I got a haircut. I got a haircut on Friday. I went and sat in that chair, baby. Woo! I feel it. I can feel it coursing through my veins, B. I was so happy to be in a hair, get a haircut. I ain't even mind when he put the little alcohol it in. I just ate that shit. I was like, yeah. That was that yeah. was a, a cleansing burn. We're here. Three months. Three months, dog. My man, if y'all can see him now. He looks at least 10 years younger. Oh, I'm so fucking happy, dude. It's ridiculous. Y'all don't realize just how, how magical. Well, some, some of y'all do. because some, some of y'all know how magical that fresh cut is. And after you waited three months to get it, boy. That's like you, you in a dry spell and your dick hit that vagina for the first, that first second. And you're like, oh, shit. This feels just like I remember. Magnificent. We got a lot of topics to touch on today. We're going to get serious once again about uh, the state of everything that's going on. Then we're going to talk about some celebs. Cooning. We're going to talk about the NBA coming back again now that everything is verified. We back, baby. Lake Show, we back. Baseball is still doing the fuck shit. The NFL, but I, I wanted to touch more, more on, the, on the on the the Drew Brees situation, and then we're gonna recap some AEW stuff, some WWE stuff, and we're also gonna get into the In Your House pay per view that happened yesterday. So that should be good for my uh, nostalgic wrestling fans from the '90s. In Your House was that jam back in the day. Boy, uh, I went and watched like six In Your House matches the other day. Boy, it was flames. And then we're going to get into some new music. I don't know if you heard the Run the Jewels album. I'll listen to it. We'll talk about it. I'll listen yeah, to it. You, you know those are my boys, so I was excited to talk about this. Let's go ahead and get the serious topic out of the way. That way we can have some fun with the protests going on all over basically the world. Yeah, yeah. All 50 states. Everybody. And then overseas, they're getting it in too. Just to touch on a serious moment, last week. Actually, I want to say it was either last Sunday or last Monday. I think we had a, a protest here in Virginia Beach. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a uh, Sunday night. For the most part, it, peaceful people showed up. 
I don't know where the actual destination was supposed to be for the march, but I know that they were down at the oceanfront. Well, uh, they walked down to uh, where the bridge is, I believe. Okay. And they did a circle, and then they well, they, they rounded about or whatever, and then they came back. So that's where she went left after that. I, from from the way it was described to me, they first started marching. It was peaceful. You saw maybe a sprinkling of cops. And the further you went on your way back is like the the cops literally transformed before your eyes from being just a regular beat cops, cops on the street to at the end of everything, a SWAT team. Yeah, yeah. That's like um, each street they transformed into a different phase of a cop. Yeah, that's what I that's what I heard from people that were there. And uh it started out peaceful and then shit went super left. There were a few people from uh I don't I don't I wanna be careful in how I say this because I'm not gonna say that this guy was necessarily a Trump supporter. I'm going to say that this guy was nuts. He was on some nut shit. Yeah, I, went, I, I can't say that he was nuts because that makes me that makes it sound like his mental capacity was diminished. We can say that, but he definitely was out there with the intent to harm people. Yeah, yeah. And he went out there with bad intentions regularly. So, that, he wasn't. He wasn't. Yeah. Nut, he was. He was regular. As this well. wasn't new to him. Yeah. what he was thinking. He'd been thinking about. He'd been wanting to do this. This was definitely premeditated. But the 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 guy, um, I don't have his name in front of me, but he basically got in his truck. He he went out uh, off to the side and he was talking crazy to the protesters who didn't pay him no mind. Apparently, somebody had brought a knife on his side. He was going to go and start messing with people more that were marching. His girlfriend stepped in, took the knife from him. He snatched it back. He got agitated. He left. People thought he was gone. He comes back in a truck and starts driving in the middle of the protest. He was arrested and let go maybe a day or two later. My problem with that is you got all this on video. He actually did an interview with yeah, Wavy TV yeah, I Tim. That. I saw that. So my man is out and free. Looking crazy. But he got to know it. This asshole is waiting for him. He got to know that. People been bringing up screenshots of his Facebook. Some people have found a Twitter. They haven't confirmed if it was really him or not. But he he been talking spicy like this for a minute. He's been waiting for something like this to pop off. But luckily, nobody was was severely hurt. Some minor bumps, some minor scratches in that insta- uh, instance. So praise God for that. Hey, you know what that showed me? Because they, we've had so many peaceful protests. There's been like two or three in Norfolk. There's been like two or three in Virginia Beach. They just did one on Saturday um, in Town Center. All peaceful. Norfolk, they walked around all peaceful. Everywhere, peaceful. No looting, no nothing, no craziness, no nothing. As soon as the cops started with the one at the oceanfront, shit went left. Which shows me where the problem is. Which I already knew where the problem was to begin with. But that should show everybody else where the problem really is. The protesters aren't doing anything wrong. They're responding. They're, they're basically reverberating the energy that they're being given by law enforcement. Because I know me personally, if you give me nothing but negative negativity, that's what you're getting back. So that's that's where they're at. But if you just let them peacefully protest, that's all it's going to be is a peaceful protest. That's it. I've watched so many of them. Peaceful. 
chilling, good times. But now y'all want to act funny with law enforcement, and then you get crazy stuff happening. So just let that be a lesson. Just look where the problem is starting. It's always starting in one central place, and that's the police. I want to say keep protesting, keep doing your thing. You, you notice the change from last week when we posted this to this week, just how drastic changes for positive for the positive uh, outcomes that we need now. Man, stay on their necks, dog. Just nope. keep going. I, I saw somebody post this on Twitter where the Montgomery bus pro, or protest, for lack of a better term, was like over a year long. Yeah, yeah. Before they finally changed that. And that was after Rosa Parks. And they literally, it was boycott. I'm sorry. It was a boycott. And they had to change everything. Right after uh, Martin Luther King was killed, that was about two months of people protesting and things. But they don't really tell you that part. So just stay on it, man. Don't just do it for a photo op. To all of you social media influencers who are out there taking just a random picture in the middle of a protest just so you can get the hell out so you can look good in front of our eyes, we see you. Yeah, that's just trash. Trash. The girl that acted like she boarded up the building uh, got fired. She got fired from her job. And don't think that when y'all think all this is over, because it's really not going to be over anytime soon, when y'all think the coast is clear to start coming back out and uh, publicizing your uh, posts and all your your influencer shit, we're not. We're gonna remember all this. Everyone, every every little bit of it. All you motherfuckers is getting your Facebooks screenshotted because you're saying racist shit. All all this shit is coming back, and the karma is swift. Financially swift, by the way. Financially, yeah, but yeah, stay on these people neck. Let them know you you just done with this Which shit. Which I'm sorry, I say stay on people's necks is probably the wrong term, wrong thing to say. Yeah, it is. So we um, apologize there. Uh, but stay on the ass. Yeah, keep the fire on the ass. ass. Keep the fire on the ass. I just saw that they finally laid George Floyd to rest. Yep. yep. Finally in Houston. Prayers to his family still. I know they had two separate funerals for him, and then the third one was more private. That was for the family. Yeah, yeah. So just prayers to his family. Finally getting justice for Breonna Taylor. It's finally. coming. It's coming. This is what makes it's it coming. noise. This is when, when people ask why. Why are we doing the things we're doing? This is why. Because they're not doing anything unless they're being forced to. But just stay on them, man. Just, just get in them. Because they can give it. They can tell us everything they want. They, they literally. What, what we've learned from what we're seeing here is the cops have tried. At least the Minneapolis Police Department have tried several times to tell us one thing when we've seen the truth. Now we've already been through that, where we've seen one thing. We know the truth, and they told us something different, and the cops got off. This is the one time where we have lawyers who actually got two different um, autopsies done, two different investigations outside of Minneapolis, where they told you, no, what you saw is what happened. He didn't have any drugs in the system. He didn't. The coronavirus wasn't what killed him. None of that. It was because the, the officer had his knee literally on his neck for nine minutes. He choked him out. That's what took him out. And now, I think my point is, is that we have to get on not just the PD, but we have to get on whoever did that autopsy. We got to get them to. Yeah, uh, they need to be charged too. Now, I want to see is the other, or, or the other two... Uh, for lack of a better term, autopsies, are those going to be admissible in court? I'm not sure. 
and I'm not gonna speak on it because I don't know. Because uh, that's, that's a big that's deal. Interesting. Yeah, that's a big deal. Because if they are, then there you go. But if they aren't and they go with the first thing, then you're fucked. Well, I think they'll probably have the medical examiners up on the stand to explain their version of the autopsy, and that'll be for the jury to decide, I assume. But it's cut and dry. You take the footage, and then you take the autopsy, and it's... it's Cut and paste. It's cause and effect. If I put my knee on you as a grown man on your neck for nine minutes, you're going to die. So there's really nothing else you can tell me. You're going to die, and I'm the reason you're dead. But, you know, just like we said earlier, man, just keep protesting. Make sure they're peaceful. Make sure you're not out there trying to trying to fight somebody if there's agitators out there. You see the guy in Canada who showed up with the blackface on? No, they I didn't see that. They were in Toronto. He was like in full blackface, and he showed up, and the cops got him out of there quick because it was about to turn ugly. Like, th- these are the type of people that were trying to start shit with people who had no business trying to start shit with you. Just keep protesting, man. Just keep going to the streets. Be peaceful with it. If you got family members, we got a friend that has a family member that's, or family members that are very, 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 very set in their ways. And I'm not going to say they're racist, but she can. And she's been getting on them and just hold your family accountable. I think a lot of people go out in the streets and do this and they don't hold their own family members accountable and just let it go. Like, oh, that side of my family, I don't really talk to them. No, hold them accountable. Let them know they're talking some racist shit. Check them on it now, you know? Yeah, and I know it's uncomfortable. And we got to, that's the thing. This, the conversation is uncomfortable. We have to continue having Because when you stop having it, then people think the issue goes away. And this isn't going away. So continue to have those conversations with whoever you need to have. Uh, don't be afraid to get these motherfuckers out of your life if they're racist. And shout out to all my family. I got, I got a huge family down in Alabama. They had several protests canceled because KKK basically just said, Y'all come out here protesting, we're going to kill you. And so uh, several cities had to shut down everything. I um, talked to my grandmother over the phone uh, yesterday, and she was just telling me about how the shopping center a group was going to protest right there at the shopping center for about an hour or so, and a few of those boys showed up in trucks uh, talking crazy to them, and she lives right down the street from them. But, you know, just just – and, and they arrested somebody because they threatened the mayor of Birmingham because of the statues. God damn. Yeah, he threatened to kill the mayor of Birmingham, and uh, they caught him, and they arrested him. He had KKK tags and stuff. So just prayers all around, man. Just just, just keep protesting. I, I, pay, I pray for peaceful protests, and I pray that we get the change we actually desire to go around. Yeah, absolutely. Here, let's let's get to some some ha- let's get to some better news. Perk things up. The NBA is finally coming back. Oh yeah, baby, it's uh, July thirty first. So what's the deal? So is that the time of the playoffs, or is that the time of the eight game? That's the t- that's when the season starts. Okay. So what about I, I I didn't really have time to do much research. So is the earlier part of this season negated? No, the records are still going. Okay. So these eight games are going to be added to your record that you already have. Yes. And then whoever has the best. Well, here's the thing. Okay. So you still have this, the same one through eight seats. Okay. That's still regular, and it's as the, the rankings are now. Okay. So they're about to add eight games to this. So if at the end of these eight games, uh, the eighth seed is up by 
four or more games on the ninth seed, they're in to the playoffs. If it's under four games between them, they do uh, best of three, I believe, playing. Now, the AFC would only have to beat them one time. They, The ninth seed would have to beat the AFC twice. So it's a, it's a playing thing. They were better off just starting the playoffs now. It's a whole lot of stupid shit, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. And they are they're they're banking. They really, really want Zion in there. Which once again, I that don't That explains the, why. after we went over that schedule but last week. Here's the here's the thing. You're putting them over you're just assuming that they're just gonna get in off of what? Because you got Memphis that got the AC now. They're gonna be healthy now. Well they were healthy before, but they'll be more healthy. Then you got Portland, who, if you remember, Portland's been struggling all year because of injuries. All of those people that were injured for Portland are going to be back. You're not telling me that Portland at 100% is not a better team than New Orleans. You're not telling me. No. Not happening. Sorry. Dame will put Lonzo Ball in the fucking torture rack for the entire however many games they got. Torture rack. This is what I don't understand. Okay, so you got these other teams that are nowhere near. My Spurs right now are currently the 12th seed. Yep. So we need eight games in order to even sniff maybe the ninth seed. So we have to go on an eight-game run. And But 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 all the other teams in between you and the eighth seed have to fall on their faces, which is not possible. So – there's no purpose for them to be there. <laughs> no purpose. Like, the, yeah, y'all were better off starting with the, the eight teams and then going from there. What they should if they were going to do this, they should have just did an 18 game, like 18 team thing. The nine seeds for each conference. They should have just did the top nine seeds, top nine teams for each conference, and did it like that. So you could. I mean, if you still want to do the eight games, do the eight games. So you can give the what you would, I guess, what they would assume is a fair shot of competing. But it's really, uh, it's pointless. It really is pointless. I, I guess they're giving other teams hope. They're getting hope of getting Zion in so they can get Zion versus LeBron in the first round. To I don't. Swept. They still want that money. They don't See, care about that. But they're going to get that money regardless. It's not like <laughs> the first round not getting played if Zion's not there. Um. They're trying to bank on the future because there's a lot of guys that you can tell by the way they're going. Vince Carter just retired, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Vince. But there's a lot of guys from LeBron's group that are starting to slowly fade into retirement and starting to go that way. They got to build up the future now. Yes, but him going to the playoffs the first round and getting swept is not helping any of that. They really want him Remember, to, to give them some highlights. LeBron didn't go to the playoffs the first year. They want Zion to give up highlights. If you notice, his first game that he played in, who won that game? Uh, probably not them. It was the Spurs. How many highlights of the Spurs did they play in that game? Oh, God. I don't <laughs> not one. They showed that 10-minute stretch where he was just shooting threes. And yeah. yeah. And it got this big reaction. That's what they want. They want him to just keep shooting threes and doing what he does against the Lakers. He's going to lose. Oh, yeah. He's going to lose. But 
they want to have the highlights with him so that they can go, oh, look at this young kid. Look at the future. If he gets a team around him, oh, my God. That's what they want. It's it's just stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. I, I 100% agree. It's so stupid. But the NBA has got to do something to get this money back because China fucked them in the beginning, and then the coronavirus got them right after All-Star break. They got to get this money back they somehow. Be, they better be glad they got that All-Star break off. <laughs> Like imagine they didn't get that all star break off, boy. But you know what team I'm watching after this all starts back up? The 76ers. Yeah, they're gonna have damn near clean bill of health. Every one of them. I, I mean, Ben Simmons still ain't got no three point shot, but he'll be healthy. I'm really interested to see how. I'm just ready for the playoffs to start. I really wanna. Are they going back to the three three? I haven't heard anything about them changing the format for the playoffs. So because they would need to do that. As much as I know right now, it's best of seven straight through. They need to go. They need to do a, like a best of three those first two series. You mean best of five? Or yeah, best of five. I'm sorry. <laughs> best, of, best of three. No, 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 no. That's that's a little too short. <laughs> But yeah, a, a, a best of five, like you did back in when they stopped doing that, like the late two thousands, right? Uh, I would say early two thousands. Yeah, they need to go back to that just for this one season, and then uh, get that off. I mean, basically, all of this is just in the way of the inevitable, which is the Lakers winning another ring. But you from know, your mouth to God's ears, I mean, we got some shit in the way. But from your mouth to God's ears, I I don't see anybody in the East beating the Lakers. I don't see anybody in the West beating the Lakers. I think the biggest challenge we're going to have is the Clippers. I think everybody else is food. <laughs> I think everybody else is food. I don't even think the Clippers are going to be – all right, they're going to be – compared to the other teams, they're, yes, they're going to be a better challenge, but I don't think it's yeah. going to be – I think the Clippers might get a game. Wow. And I'm, I'm not even saying that because of Kawhi being over there. I think Kawhi made them better. I think Paul George made them a little better. This Lakers team got something that they don't. First of all, they got LeBron. That's that's right there. Second of all, they're now fighting for the memory of a Laker legend. Yeah. That that, that feels like five years ago now. Dog. I, it was so long ago. That was just January. Yeah. The Pro Bowl Sunday. But, you know, they, they got that. They're Dog, fighting I for that. about the Super Bowl. I'm going to be real with you. Until you said Super Bowl, I forgot Kansas City won that thing again. Yep. Totally forgot about the Super Bowl. And that Super Bowl was really good. It, it was the best one they've had in a while. Totally forgot about that Super Bowl. We done been through some shit. It's only June. But uh, to- Totally forgot David Stern died. So, ooh. Damn. You know what? I forgot he, I, I just now forgot he died just because I was so used to seeing him in the, the Bulls documentary. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's, it's been some year so far. 2020 just set the move for the whole. Dog, I haven't been to work since the last week of April. Jesus Christ. And I ain't going back till at least July 6th. And I only say at least because it was supposed to be June 1st. And they called us and was like, nah, <laughs> run that back another month. On the NBA. Uh, I, I, I want to ask you this question. So whoever wins the championship, uh, obviously it'll be the Lakers. Is this going to be like that 99 championship for the Spurs where they put an asterisk next to it? Well, that that year and then uh, the first year of the Heat, that was a shortened season too. Yeah, that's right because that was the lockout, I believe. Yeah. They were both lockouts. Yeah. yeah. I mean, people will be like, oh, it has an asterisk on it, but it's not going to matter. 
Well, people don't really. You could put an asterisk around a lot of transitions. I think there's a time thing. So, like, for the next five or so years, we'll probably put an asterisk next to it, just depending on how this team turns out see, in the next few years. See, to me, I don't like that the asterisk thing because it's the same to me as when people say, oh, they only won because so-and-so was injured. Yeah, it happens. It's part of the game. People get injured. Things things happen. They still got to go through the whole playoffs. See, and if they if we're to believe what they tell us, the regular season isn't that important. It's the playoffs, right? We we kill James Harden all the time. You're so great during the regular season in the playoffs, you you fucking fold. Okay. Now he's going to be 100% through the playoffs. The playoffs is the, is the important time of the NBA season. So we're getting a full playoffs with the teams that were going to be there regardless. Cuz let's be real. I mean, Orlando might be able to sneak in because Brooklyn don't have shit else in their tank right now. But the seeding, as we see, is probably going to be about it. It might shift a little bit. Team, the eight teams in both, I, I believe, are going to be the eight teams that make the playoffs. Maybe the only the only team I'm giving the chance is Portland. I think because people really sleep on this Memphis team because John Morant has been doing his thing. They beat us the last two times they played us. They beat us. I think that Memphis. I think Memphis is actually going to hold on to that eight seed. I think they will too. But I'm just saying, on the off chance they don't, the team that's going to be there is going to be Portland. I now think New Orleans is going to jump Portland though. Now that Portland, LA series. Oh my God. Now I don't think it's going to matter. It's going to be the same. I don't think it's going to be the same result. It'll say it'll be the same Lakers and whatever. But it's not going to be a sweep. I don't see who's number eleven. Huh? I don't even know who's number eleven. On what team? Uh, Are you talking about seating? Mm-hmm. Oh, let me look. Hold on. Oh, it's probably it's probably uh, fucking uh, either the Suns or Sacramento. Those two teams are invited too. Remember? But yeah, this this. Okay, so Grizzlies are eight, Blazers are nine, Pelicans are ten, Kings, Spurs, Suns. Why the fuck is the third team? You know what? <laughs> but this is cool. This, I, I I like it. I like the fact that they came together, found something. I know that they were talking about. Where the top two teams from each conference, or the top team from each conference, get to pick which resort they play at and, and where they set things up. I heard rumblings and stuff like that. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I mean, you know, honestly, because I mean, they did what they were supposed to do during the regular season before this stuff happened. Professional so. basketball was back. Yeah, that's really the end all be all of this whole thing. It's interesting to see if they're going to actually allow some fans in the stands, if it's going to be just – if is it going to have more of a pickup feel. Well, it's, it's Florida, so they might. If they're going to have the announcers on the court or up in, like, a booth somewhere. Well, they're talking um, about having the coaches on the booth, like old coaches on in like the booth. So uh, it's interesting to see. I was excited because I heard I, – I, in my mind, I was like, oh, Inside the NBA is coming back because that's, like, this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they might be doing that from their homes, so it's not the same feel. I mean, none of this is gonna have the same feel anyway. But I'm just gonna—we're not gonna be back to normal till the next season. I'm gonna take whatever they give me at this point. <laughs> but I'm just glad that we're gonna have live sports back soon. Not baseball. <laughs> yeah, we we're gonna get straight to that. So the main thing now is that it's the owners who are basically the same owners who were trying to make the public turn on the players for not willing to go out there and play for a pay cut are the very owners who are basically turning down everything that is thrown to them. Yeah. 
they're not trying to budge at all. Because if anybody does, okay, so the owners want it to be a shortened season, of course, but they want the players' salary prorated based on games played. Players are like, nah, we've been promised this for the season. This is what we want. So these couple million, because that's what it boils down to, a couple million probably per player, is what is holding it back. But it's such a strained relationship between the Players Association and the owners that there's really not a lot of hope that it's coming back. Because here we are about to be in July. Well, we're, we're in the beginning of June now. The, the All-Star game is supposed to be <laughs> like the first week of July. And then the playoffs will start in October. So at this point, you're really – they're fighting the clock here. But it's like a it's like a triple threat match between the owners, the, the Players Association, and the clock. And everybody's losing. Except for the clock. Except, oh, yeah, the clock's undefeated. The clock is undefeated. But everybody else is screwed. And Scott Boris was like, no, we're not giving y'all shit. <laughs> not a goddamn thing. So I have no um, I have no belief that baseball is coming back this year. Which would inevitably uh, be a pretty big nail in the coffin of baseball. It's I don't believe that this is going to be what finally does it in. Well, I don't think that people are going to stop watching baseball, but they're going to lose a substantial amount I of think fans. they're going to benefit, even though they're not going to be playing, from the fact that they have this benefit of the doubt of the virus. This wasn't something that just happened well, out of the blue. It was going to happen next season. <laughs> well. Because the what's the name was coming up. The collective bargaining was coming mm-hmm. up anyway. So it, they, it just put a rush on that anyway. So then on top of that, you get a shortened season and then collective bargaining. If they were smart, they would try to fix all of this now while they still have time. And they would try to work towards – getting in not getting in good with the players association but getting in the good graces like look we gave you this so that when the bargaining situation comes up they could sort of be like look look see how we we worked with y'all back in june oh i agree i agree because what you don't want now this is what's going to kill it is if you have two shortened seasons because the owners want to be greedy <laughs> or or two years with no baseball because you you know baseball is ready to lock out before anybody else is. <laughs> baseball lock out like like that. So I don't, I, I still want to see how this – this is a week-to-week thing for us. Um, I'm still trying to see how that goes. I'm, I, I want to see how this affects the actual players because baseball is one of those where, you know, you got to get into sort of a rhythm. This is like the time of the season where this, this is about all-star break. This is how pitchers blow their elbows out. <laughs> but like this is where you start getting a rhythm as a team and you start yeah. figuring yourself out and now you're if you're a good team you're trying to get into a better position playoff wise and things. Like, yeah, this season is pretty much done. Yeah. I think if they get to all star break and they haven't and they're not back, I think they might just be like, fuck it. <sighs> we'll 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 see. We'll see what's going on. I, I like I said, I it, it, it's the own it's literally the owners oh, yeah. that are holding everything up. Yeah. But can't really say much about them without saying that the players are greedy. Um, the NFL has a quarterback, and that quarterback has um, did something that other quarterbacks before him. Uh, and I probably don't think another quarterback will do after him is uh, bring the city of New Orleans a Super Bowl. Now, this quarterback for at least two decades, 
almost two decades, has been a savior to, I want to say, two different teams. Um, one is no longer in San Diego anymore. Uh, he, he was doing his thing until Phillip Rivers came through. And, okay, that's nice. That's a nice little trade-off there. And then he goes down to, to New Orleans, and he beats Peyton Manning when Peyton Manning was about to slowly but surely turn into a football god. Drew Brees told him, no, you won't be. Now, Drew, um, for the past, ooh, I don't know, three years has been on a stance about standing for the American flag. Um, and, okay, you, you, can, you can be on that stance if you want. That's how America works. You believe in something. People might not agree with you, but you have the right to believe in that. But he chose a very poor time to bring that stance back up. He chose now to bring that stance back up. And the, the, the stance that he brought up sounded so damn dated that it made people sound, it made people feel like he wasn't listening to what the fuck we were telling him. Was not My man's walked in there like Stevie Wonder. I'm going to say this. Because he apologized. Profusely apologized. I don't give a fuck. I'm with you. But this brought to my attention. How many other quarterbacks do you think feel the same way as him and were ready to speak up and then saw what happened to him? Drew Brees. Because you got to remember, Drew Brees is not one of those guys that's problematic. He's not out here uh, cussing people. Well, he might be cussing people. I don't know. I think it'd be easier to say the quarterbacks that disagree. But every time the Saints lost the game, you never looked and said, oh, it was Drew Brees' fault. Oh, shit. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking about the person who's using logic. I'm not talking about the person who's actually watching the game. I'm talking about the media. The media loves Drew Brees. They love that birth mark on the side of his face. Love him. Love his fucking kids. They love went around all the Pro Bowl and shit. They love them babies. They love that beautiful wife. They love the fact that after all New Orleans has been through, he chose to live in New Orleans. He could have moved anywhere else. He is. If you let the media tell you, Drew Brees fixed Katrina. He is an all-American quarterback. So when you're all American quarterback that you propped up on this pedestal gives you an all American response three years too late. I don't believe I truly. Okay. He apologized. If we didn't react the way we reacted when we heard what he said, do you think he would have apologized? Hell no, no, no. He wasn't apologizing because he knew he was wrong. He was apologizing he pissed everybody off. Telling somebody when you when your girl catches you in some shit, you're not you're not sorry you did the shit, because the shit was cool for you to do. You're sorry that your girl knows about the shit. <laughs> That's Drew Brees. He's not sorry he did it. He's sorry he got caught. Like Lance Armstrong, who I watched that documentary too. That was good. Listen, I I mean, I have one of the blackest quarterbacks in the league right now. In, in, in Lamar so Jackson. Black, you can't see where his hand ends and the ball begins. Hey. <laughs> when dude said it. Fingernails and all. <laughs> when dude said it, I said, 
how fucking black do you think that ball is? <laughs> Lamar Jackson black. <laughs> how? <laughs> and where? And this is another situation where I was like, yo, if we didn't force him to apologize, he never would have. He oh, would have thought no. that that was like grade A analysis on a football player. Back to uh, Captain America. Listen, I don't know how this is going to affect us because this is happening, I want to say, like right before training camp. I don't know when teams are actually going to do training camp this oh, year. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how it's truly going to affect the team. I think enough time will buffer between now and then. As long as, as, long as the offense is good. As long as he apologizes to important people on offense, that's all that really matters. Well, the important people on offense for him would be that offensive line. And he'll get it right with them. And his receivers and Kamara and all good all these people they got. And he's going to have to win games. Which they will. I mean, they're going to have to win playoff games. Nah, he's one and done. The Minnesota is just not going to. Now, mean, if they lose to Minnesota again, that's just poetic justice. I've never seen a team's kryptonite be the Minnesota Vikings. Brett Favre has something that teams don't have. So does Barry Sanders. But that that that, that still wasn't like <laughs> getting the same team out of the playoffs every my, year. My man Barry Sanders is running for his life every time. See, but it's different when you're in the same division. Everybody's everybody's kryptonite in that division in, their, in this, your own division. But I've never seen something like this where every time you get to the playoffs and you play this team. And you can't really hide behind the fact that, oh, maybe it's because they're a dome team and we play outside. and uh, No, y'all both play in domes. Yeah. Which. Big we'll, ass domes. We'll talk about this another day. I think all the game, all the, all the cold weather stadiums should be domes. Every one of them. Imagine Lamar Jackson playing in a dome. Oh, God. You think. Or. And the dome, which I mean, most of the domes now have the retractable roof, but that's you absolutely. I think if you're gonna do Super Bowls and all all this, all these different stadiums and shit, and you're gonna have fans, I think, I personally think that they should be making the NFL experience as nice as possible. And I'm sorry, I don't think part of the experience is having to sit out in 20 degree weather. Nobody's nobody's happy about that. I don't mind snow during a football game, but no, I didn't say snow. But <laughs> like Green Bay, I don't think I, Green Bay is never going to put a dome up. I said the same thing about Minnesota about ten years ago. Green Bay is never going to build a new stadium. That stadium been there since nineteen thirty eight, and I, I don't think the Steelers will either. I think they've done renovations, but they're not going to put a dome on that. They're not going to put a dome on that. If you're going to put a dome, you might as well you might as well just build a whole new stadium. Imagine putting a dome on Seattle. You think it's loud? Well, I think their roof is retractable because uh, you see how their stadium is. Yeah, it's like built. It like comes up. Yeah. Semi. Now, I don't know if that's a retractable middle piece or not, but I think it is. But I may be wrong. Is the new San Francisco one? No, that's outside. But that's a warm weather city. See, I couldn't see Baltimore playing in a dome. I would love for them to play in a dome. And they want it. They want when they play at home to have an advantage over the opponent. But I don't I don't think that whole is too many. Certain quarterbacks can, can't play in the – I don't think that's a thing. There's too many guys from Florida and Texas playing in the NFL now to be playing in, in Green Bay in yeah. below 10-degree weather. Yeah. Motherfucker said Peyton Manning can't play in the snow, and then he went to fucking Denver and played outside every game. <laughs> With no neck. Cold, cold weather affects Peyton Manning badly. Oh, well, he's still 
threw like 50, 59 <laughs> touchdowns in the cold. Didn't bring Fort Lauderdale. But the, the Drew Brees thing brings up something that a lot of people, I mean, we already noticed, but it just sort of amplifies things with our, our viewing of Roger Goodell and the Shield as it is. Because they were putting out statements, you know, we stand with with black people, Listen, we stand with da da da. The and NFL people gotta were, shut the fuck up. The 49ers gotta shut the fuck up. Roger Goodell got the And then you see a bunch of players put a, a video out. What's the name of that quarterback up there at uh, Pittsburgh? Not Ben Roethlisberger. What's the name of old boy? Oh, we're talking about Duck? <laughs> Did he put out a statement? I don't think so, but I don't, I don't, I don't watch Steelers shit, so I wouldn't know. Cause you know they, they, you know. Hey, I'm gonna keep it a but the only quarterback I'm fucking with right now is Aaron Rodgers. Oh, he been with it. He been with it. I don't think Lamar's really said anything. I wasn't looking for Lamar to say anything. Here's how I feel. All right. Well, I think Lamar was in that video. Oh, with the NFL players. I, I'm gonna say this. I'm, and I'm speaking for me. I'm not speaking for anybody else. I'm not speaking for the black community. I'm not speaking for for my brother across from me. I'm not speaking for anything else other than my. I can care less how a celebrity really feels about these situations. Because you could oh, post a video, you could post um, um, a picture, you See. can do all the interviews you want. If you're not out there actually like with us physically, not for a photo op, but you're not out there with us physically, I can care less. But here's my, okay, I get what you, but. It takes voices that will be heard. What I mean by that is but you can do all of that, fine, but it's not going to mean something to me unless I actually see you. But, you know, there's a lot of celebrities that's paying bail and shit, too. I'm fine with that. Like, they just uncovered all the stuff with Kanye yeah. where he was doing all this work because people are like, yo, he's been mad silent, but he been actually moving. Yeah. Which, and what I heard, Kanye <laughs> Kanye's a good actor. <laughs> Kanye had Trump thing, and that was his favorite rapper. And Kanye was like, I just want to get these people out of jail. I mean, it, just for me, it just doesn't it doesn't touch me the same as it would touch somebody. Now, to somebody else, that could be the spark. That could be like, oh, oh shit. Yeah. I mean, if, you know, such and such is giving it up like this, let me, let me go ahead and look into seeing what I can do. I'm going to tell you, you know who's the biggest winner of speaking up right now? Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Oh. oh. They want to let you know clear they, where they stand. They want all the smoke. They might as well have just put a statement out that said, fuck racists. If all lives matter to you, eat a tub of Blue Bell then. Nigga. <laughs> it really should. And they've been, they've been out. You know, they, the owners was out protesting, and it was giving free ice cream to people in uh, D.C. What was the name of that actor that was in Chicago, and the, and the cops actually whooped his ass? Um... John Cusack, he with the shits. Damn, that happened this time? They beat John Cusack up? Yeah. Was Joan with him? I don't know. She probably was, but he was actually out there in Chicago with the protesters, and they actually whooped his ass while he was on camera. Oh, goddamn. So, what this is doing, at least, is showing us who really actually fucks with us and who actually just acts like they fuck with us because uh, it it shows... Yeah, it's really... really Showing the real from the fake. Yes. <laughs> and I'm enjoying seeing, because 
you always want your favorite people, your favorite entertainers, to be down. So seeing people like Steve Carell, oh, uh, Seth Rogen, Seth Rogen oh Seth Rogen, he also wants all the smoke. To see some of these people like loudly rotting, that makes me happy. And uh, that makes me know that we're not putting it's it's it, we're not putting. I don't, I'm not gonna say our faith in the wrong people. It's just it's it's a relief to know that they actually still they actually do fuck with us. We're supporting the right people. Yes, I'll see every Seth Rogen movie, no matter how bad it is now. I don't give a shit. Which I mean, I was probably gonna watch a Seth Rogen movie anyway because it's fucking funny. Um, and just moving right along, I I want to just get into politics maybe three minutes, and that's I'm seeing now that a lot, not a lot, but a lot of big names on 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 the uh, right have basically said they're endorsing Joe Biden now, and by big names I mean like Republican. Uh, we'll see in November. That's how I feel. But you got uh, former President uh, Baby Bush. You got Colin Powell, who I, I'm a, this, this is going to sound fucked up. I, I really did think that Colin Powell died about a year or so ago. How old is Colin Powell? Man, I, And I, he still look young. I'm going to keep it. I heard about Colin Powell since he said that shit about Obama, uh, like when he was uh, supposed to be getting mic'd up. And he said some wild shit about Obama, and they called it on the mic. That was the last thing I heard about Colin Powell. But my man, Colin Powell, kind of language right. But it, and it's all basically happening at a time where the president, from when he had those people tear gassed and cleared out, so he can just walk across the street to the church. And, yeah. and hold the Bible upside down for the photo op. It's happening then. You're seeing a lot of people double down with Trump. I saw that he had a rally in Maine and the shit looked like it was in Mississippi. They had Confederate flags out. They had all kinds of stuff out in Maine. See, because people like to act like racism is just a southern thing. It's not. <laughs> but it, it, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Um, I actually want to see if they are still going to do debates this year. Um, just with all the COVID thing, um, I don't know how Joe Biden's going to give it up in a debate with Donald Trump. I will be watching. It's going to be entertaining no matter what. We're going to see. I mean, I'm. Oh, I'm, Donald Trump going to say some shit. Whether you fuck with him or not, he going to say some shit. And Joe oh, yeah. Biden is the type of dude that's going to say some shit right back to his ass. So I want to see how this works. I want to see how this goes. That's it on politics. That's all I care about on politics. How do you feel about the statues? Obviously, I know how you feel, but how do you feel about knowing now with the governor, Ralph North, being a blackface, saying that we're trying to, they, they're going to try to get a few of these monuments down by at least July 4th, or July 1st, starting July 4th. I mean, I think it's good because they have no place. If we want to talk about, if we want to tell people to stop using Confederate flags because it's a flag of a losing effort and losers and racism, you can't, you can't prop up generals of that <laughs> of, of that army that was thinking the same way these racist think. Interesting quote um, where it said you put up statues of slave traders and confederate soldiers and confederate generals. You name streets after them. You name schools after them. You name cities after them. And you tell black people then to get over slavery. Yeah. How? It's not possible. 
Um, I saw that Norfolk is planning on getting rid of Johnny Reb in the middle of downtown Norfolk. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and take that shit down. I see how Virginia Beach is like, oh, no, we, we, we want to see what people think first before we take the statue down. But that, that didn't shock me, not one bit, uh, knowing how Virginia Beach gives things up. Going back to the protest for a minute, because this was an interesting stat, uh, interesting fact that I didn't know. How many, I want to I wanna ask you this question. This is going to be a dumbass trivia question, but I want to ask you this question. How many Chick-fil-A's do you think there are in the city of Virginia Beach? There are eight. There are eight Chick-fil-A's? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Actually, seven. How many Chick-fil-A's do you think are in the city of Portsmouth? One. My nigga. You hit it right on head. And that's do a racist-ass Chick-fil-A that they... I saw the thing. <laughs> I see it. Where they shut the Chick-fil-A down. The one Chick-fil-A that they have in Portsmouth down with protests. And I said to myself, damn, in Virginia Beach, we got a Chick-fil-A across the street from a Chick-fil-A. I'm supposed to only have one. Nigga, where? <laughs> Linhaven. You have one on Linhaven Mall, and then there's literally a Chick-fil-A right outside of Linhaven Mall. Food court don't count, nigga. That, <laughs> it's, it's two Chick-fil-A's. They, it still okay, works. Okay, you're, you're right, but come on. DoorDash goes to both of them. You got to be a dumb fucking DoorDash person if you go to fucking the mall food court. I'm just saying, I'm just telling you, it's a fully uh, operational. Matter of fact, before the whole mall opened up, the Chick-fil-A was the only thing you could go to in Linhaven Mall. Power. That's some crazy shit. Power. But that just just blew my mind. But when I heard that, because I know where that Chick-fil-A is, I was like, yeah, no, shut that shit down. Ain't no more. You can't hide your racism and homophobia behind the Lord's chicken no more. Is it really the Lord's chicken? I don't know. I ain't had Popeye's shit. You know I don't go to Popeye's. Oh, we could talk, we'll talk about that run the jewels. Okay, so honestly, how did you feel about that album? I mean, it was it was all right. <laughs> it was nothing. But here's the thing, and I thought about this. Unlike a lot of my takes, I, I sat back and I really, really thought about it. Once, <laughs> and I appreciate what run the jewels raps about, especially Killer Mike, because LP, LP really can't rap that well. He just says a lot of wild shit, but he, he's off of Killer Mike, so it works. But once you've heard one or two Run the Jewels albums, you kind of heard them all. There's songs here and there. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I sat here and listened to that album, and I can't tell you anything about that album other than it's a Run the Jewels album. Okay. I'm, I'm a huge, huge fan of Run the Jewels. I did the pre-order for this album where they're sending out. It's actually a very cool package for like $100. You get a vinyl album. You get a hoodie. Um, you get some other stuff. It's actually a real dope setup, right? And it's yeah. coming out around the time of my birthday. And I said I'm going to support because this is one of my groups that I fuck with right now. Yeah, absolutely. album to me as a fan was mid okay we're on the same page (laughs) I'm not saying it was bad 
I still have it downloaded on my phone and everything. I still listen to it on Apple Music. It was... If any other group had made this album, it would have been great. It was mid. It's To me, it's becoming formulaic. Now... And then it was short, too. If you want to do that, that's fine. Well, I gave it up like that with... um. Freddie gives his album too. Yeah. No, no, no. No, no. You're fine. If you want to, yeah, it's just kind of short. That's fine. My problem is you did all of the teasing and all of the maybe we should do a fourth one. Maybe we shouldn't. Got the anticipation. And I'm thinking y'all about to do some shit. And it was basically Run the Jewels 3 2.0. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not saying they aren't great. I'm not saying, and, and, and the thing that sort of makes this kind of mid to me is I've seen them perform live and I haven't seen them perform any of these songs live. Yeah. So that could be the main difference maker for me. Maybe they, the way to give it up live would be different than how we hear it on our headphones, but it could be, who knows? But if I wa- if I wasn't gonna go see them live, this album didn't make me want to. But I still support it though. I, I you know, I, LP, uh, Killer Mike, uh, Killer Mike has been all over the news right now. Um, he's basically Atlanta spokesman. Yeah. For for all things civil rights, so so big up to him. But yeah. It, the album just itself just didn't really do much extra for me. I went ahead and listened to that Freddie Gibbs album again because it's short enough to where you could do that. Oh, where yeah. You're just killing time. See, because I don't want to say this about Freddie either. Does Freddie feel like an album artist or a mixtape artist to you? I don't know. I don't know. Because, I mean, Bandana, um, that Freddie album, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't honestly, I can't honestly answer that. The way I feel about Freddie now is the way I feel about Currency. This is for me. This is just me. Okay. Where, I like his mixtape 10 times better than I like the actual album. But, and I'm going to add this just for them too, their albums are better than a lot of the people who are dropping albums now. Absolutely. So you see where I'm at with my fandom, whereas like yeah. the mixtapes are just like, oh man. And then the album is just like, oh. oh okay. Well, you know what you're going to get. They're going to wrap the ass off. Oh, lyrically, I already know they're going to be fine. That's that's what Freddie gives to you. He's going to put Griselda, Griselda's up there. They wrap their asses off. They're going to wrap their ass off. <laughs> I just, it's like what I said about Ronda Jules. It's like I, I wanted there to be something extra just because Alchemist was a part of it too. But hearing it the second time, it was just like, okay, all right. That was nice. I'm trying to think, who else dropped some music? Uh, this past I don't know. Weekend? The only thing I listened to was Ronda Jules. Because that was the big one. They they did the same thing they did with Ronda Jules 3 where they dropped the album um, early and free online. Um, which was cool. Oh, shout out to uh, Apple Music, by the way, last week. 
um, taking their stance on everything. Yeah, you couldn't even go to the browse shit. If you went to the browse shit, <laughs> it only you could only go to their like black playlist. So not really any major other than Run the Jewels dropped anything um, this past week. Yeah, it's just one of those albums where I just I just expected more and I got the same, but I'm not mad that I got the same. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you are a big fan of Run the Jewels, it's gonna be hard to be like, oh, I, I'm mad they put this. It, it was it was all right. I mean, the timing of this release with everything going on was perfect. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just for the messages and how they, they gave it up musically and, and lyrically and things. So, I don't know who is supposed to be dropping this week. Because it feels I, like I we've just know. been getting one artist at a time. I seem, I, I feel like a bunch of artists said they were going to push their shit back. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know who's coming out. If you want, we can uh, slide on over to AEW because I want to save WWE for last. Okay. So they just announced that uh, I don't know if you watched them work with the Butcher and the Blade. They just announced that um, as a tag team, they're going to be going up against FTR. Yeah, I saw the interview that FTR did with Butcher and the Blade came out at the end. And um, if you ever watch them work, this is actually going to be like one of them five star matches. Yeah, I'm excited to watch it. Uh, uh, just from seeing uh, everything. I'm excited to see what they got, the, the show they're going to put on for that. So, Dax from FTR just tweeted, things you probably won't see in our debut match at AEW Wrestling. Jumping knee strike. Handprints on our thighs. Jump off the top. Miss, land on my feet, and do a roll. Super kick. Bicycle kick. Diamond cutter variation, but call it fancy name, Cutter, Canadian Destroyer, and a dive. I can't wait for Wednesday. Well, duh. <laughs> I can't wait for Wednesday. No shit, you're not going to sit down there and match. They, they don't do any of that. But you know who they're talking about. Yeah, I'm, no shit. Um, AEW... And and I see WWE has been put. They've been trying to do what AEW does, where they put up like the, I'm gonna say it's plexiglass. Yeah, it's plexiglass, and then they put a bunch of uh, NXT trainees. Uh, uh, they amplify the sound in there, make it sound a little more. Which it helps. It helps tremendously. Yeah. But we said that I think last week that it 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 helps. It, yeah. it just gives the feeling of an actual show again. So. I want to state this by saying I, I know for a fact that the people involved with AEW are not racist. I also want to say this, that I know how wrestling gives it up when it comes to race. It's still um, a good old boy type of feel. We got to talk about how there's only one or two brothers damn near in the mix for the top belt. Yes. Because this is starting to be kind of embarrassing now. I want to say Scorpio Sky. And that's it. That's all I can think of. Now, the women's division, they actually have a few. They actually had a sister hold the belt. I don't even think Scorpio Sky is in. Earlier on, he was. He He just got a match with Chris Jericho. Yeah, but... I can't even name a whole lot of black wrestlers that AEW has. 
and I can, but the problem is, is that they're getting either squashed or in that last pay-per-view, just getting thrown in the ring and getting their ass kicked, and then that's a wrap. The problem that WWE has is the same problem that AEW has, but since AEW is a new company and they're trying to be anti-WWE, a lot of the fanboys do not look at it that way. They yeah. got a problem over there. And if you're if you're going to be inclusive, uh, you should try your best to be inclusive. If you're going <laughs> to drop these statements, if you're going to talk crazy to Brooke Hogan, not Brooke Hogan, Linda Hogan, because she was talking crazy, um, and saying, oh, she's not invited because she's talking hateful. Cool. That's great. But, you know, it's cool to say that to people that were never coming in the first place. Also, if you're going to stand and say, oh, we're, we're black people, we can't get at least anywhere near the picture. Nowhere near the picture. And it's not just the AEW championship. It's the TNT championship. And there's there's not even, even if we could, there's not even the wrestlers there to do it. Like, Scorpio Sky is a tag team wrestler. Say what you want about Impact. Impact put the belt on Bobby Lash, MVP. They bigged up. Uh, our truth back when he was still Ron Killings. Impact put the belt or put the strap on a lot of brothers who probably would never have seen it at WWE. Yeah. WCW was sort of that way too. Well, I mean, they mainly put it on Booker T, but a lot of brothers actually were able to go over but there. Even and, then, and, it took them and, way too long to put on Booker T. Yeah. I mean, they did it towards the tail end. But he was a legitimate guy that should have got that belt anyways. Yeah. And they were still, you know, doing the Harlem Heat thing where they were giving them the championships and stuff, which was cool. Yeah. Because that still was at a time when you just didn't see brothers holding the belt like that. If AEW wants to be the company outside of WWE, they're going to have to find a way to get not just people of color. Because you can get Japanese people in. You can get Puerto Rican people in. They're going to need to find black men who are credible, are legible to at least be in a picture. You can't just keep grabbing people from independent promotions and then throwing them in. Or or what's his name from Impact that just came over? Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Big dude with Taz. Oh, yeah. Um, I know what you're talking about. I forget his name, though. Like, come on, man. That, you can't say I want to be different and do the same shit. But that just opened my eyes this week to see, like... Eh. There's not many brothers that are actually players over here at this company. At least with WWE, they they got guys that are playing for it now. Oh, yeah. With, I mean, but they, but they always did. They just wasn't getting. But they, they're just, you're not even looking at a belt. But even now, if you even look at, if you just look at the New Day, the New Day is the tag team division. And it's been like that for as long as I can remember. But they get the benefit of the doubt because they're actually very entertaining with or without a belt. Yeah. Like, just as a I mean, group they got of Bobby Lashley competing for the belt. I mean, even if you look at NXT, they got the, Keith Lee got the secondary title in NXT. How long do you think it's going to take before they actually put Keith Lee in the main event picture at NXT? Oh. Do you think, do you think in your house is going to... I don't know. Because it seems like... Because we heard reports of oh, Vince shit. McMahon. I mean, we got Velveteen competing for the strap tonight. Or tomorrow. But that's what I'm, I'm talking because you, you hear the rumblings about Vince McMahon. He really likes Keith Lee. And if Vince likes you, you pretty much got it. 
So I'm 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 trying to see how long this is going to take. Are they going to try to like slow build him up so that they don't just throw the title on him and then send him up and then he just is buried? Yeah. Um, just because of the crowd, or I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. I fuck with Keith Lee. Like the he is one of the reasons why I flip back and forth between AEW because AEW does have better matches, um, at least on Wednesdays. But he, him and Velveteen are like the two guys, obviously the black, but the two guys that are actually like very entertaining and their matches actually are really great. Plus, we built the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we built the same. So I just wanted to, I, I just really wanted to throw that tidbit out because, like I said, I know that they aren't doing it on purpose. But they're going to have to find a way to break a black superstar over there. And so far, all of the black athletes that they have, other than the women, because Big Swole is doing her thing. I can name three black people in AEW. Big Swole is doing her thing. Um, Then there's Nyla Rose. That's two. And then Um, I got Scorpio Sky. That's three. Scorpio Sky. There's Sunny Kiss. Uh, I don't think they're going to really highlight him a lot. He's a black male gay wrestler who actually can who actually um, can really wrestle rings around the thing, but you, you already know why that's going to be kind of a problem to really get him oh, yeah. going. Uh, they got the dude that has all the pineapples all over him. I can't think of it. Um, he was like, that, that's his thing. Um, but he's always getting squashed. They did have Awesome Kong, and then I think she left to go film the final season of whatever that show is on Netflix that she was doing. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Brandy is – I keep that to myself. She – no, I keep it to myself. I'm, Does she even wrestle? Okay, yes. Yes, no, no. <laughs> I was going to keep my comment to myself. She seems like a nice person, but I, I was going to – I was going to shoot from the hip on that one. No, I keep that, keep that one in the hope. Dog. But you know where I was going. You was going somewhere that you shouldn't have gone. But it, but that's all I really have for AEW. I want to see how they do things right before Fighter Fest. I know they split it up into two to two days now. Um, oh, Fighter Fest is two nights. Yeah, it's going to be two two different Wednesdays. So. One week is going to be day one, and then the next week is going to be day two. They're going to sort of do it like Bash at the Beach uh, earlier this year. Okay. That, that should I be cool. I thought Fest was a pay-per-view. It, it was supposed to be. They were supposed to do it in London, and then they canceled it. And so now that they're doing everything in Jacksonville, uh-huh. instead of just doing it for one night and then just saying, ah, it's Fighter Fest, they're going to split it up into two separate Dynamites. Gotcha. Okay. Which, that's cool. I mean... All right, so in your house was last night. It was, um, it was, it was all right. They had the, uh, they had the house set up, so that made me happy. They had the, um, they tried to do some of the commercials like they did back in the day. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, they definitely hit on all the nostalgia and shit. So that was, it was appreciated because you know shit like that they can overly easily overlook. Um. What was your favorite match from that whole pay-per-view? Um, probably the the Keith Lee match. That was probably my favorite. 
Well, shout out to, shout out to Keith Lee with the Black Lives Matter trunk clip. Let me see. Because we also have Velveteen Dream, Adam Cole. Yeah, that was mid. That was really mid. I mean, it was still it was still cool, but it just. But like I was saying to you, I think that's uh, this is Velveteen's exit. <laughs> I think he about to go to the main roster. Um, which is scary as hell. You had Tommaso Ciampa versus Karrion Cross, which is what it should have been. The way the way that match went is the way it should have been. So, do you think Tommaso is on his way out? Because that was damn near a squash match. He could be. That reminded me of uh, the Brock Lesnar Cena match from SummerSlam when Suplex City came. came or do you think they're going to like try to build on this and like basically have Tommaso? Like, he put him over now so that they could build up to a bigger match in the future. Well, I think, I don't know. I think Triple H knows that that whole Gargano, Ciampa era is com- kind of coming to an end because they got to go at some point. They can't spend their whole career in the NXT. Well, they could. Fucking, what's the dude's name? Um... The big white dude that wears the jerseys. Um, long hair. Every time a new talent comes, they'll usually go against him first. Um, fuck. We'll come back. You know who I'm talking about. He'd be having like the Sacramento Kings jersey on. I think he came from TNA. I'm mad now because I know exactly who you're talking about. I can't remember his name. But he's he's not going anywhere. He's going to be NXT, NXT UK for his whole career. Well, for the rest of his career. We had the Io, Rhea Ripley, and Charlotte Flair match. I'm glad Io won that. So, same question goes for them. Do you think Rhea and Charlotte are call, getting called up? No, Rhea's... I mean, they might have Charlotte go back, but Rhea's not going anywhere for a little bit. Because that women's division isn't outside of her and Io. They got some pieces, but it's not. I don't. I don't see anybody yet that should be carrying that division. But when you got when you with Io and what's her name? What's the girl's name, yo? Rhea? Yeah. We, where you got Io and Rhea, you have a rivalry that can go for a while. But that's it. That's all I, I mean. I mean, it, it, it maybe was cool for what it was. And it did have an old, old school feel to it. Yeah, it did. I'm glad they incorporated, they got the house incorporated um, into some I would of the like matches. to see NXT do that with a lot of the other classic w, or pay-per-views from back in the day, like Halloween Havoc. I mean, I would like for them to, Definitely have like King of the Ring. King of the Ring as an NXT pay per view would be kind of cool. Yeah, I don't think the main roster should have King of the Ring anymore. They don't do anything with it. And I think, well, and I've always thought the King of the Ring, the winner of that, should get some type of title match. Um, because what's the point of going through the whole tournament winning? What does that do other than you get to have the king gimmick for as long as they're going to use it, which is a played out gimmick in the first place. 
kind of think. Is there anything else that we need to cover? Uh, nah, because uh, Backlash is next week. <laughs> the greatest match. <laughs> greatest wrestling match ever. <laughs> Let's be ready to Orton and Edge. Edge in his second match back. But yeah, I think we 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 uh cover everything we want to cover this week. Um let me just double check here. Oh, they got Mitt Romney out marching with uh with the protesters. Oh, how nice of him. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh Terry Cruz. Cruiser for a bruiser. Terry Cruz, uh oh Lord. He said, defeating white supremacy without white people creates black supremacy. Equality is the truth. Like it or not, we are all in this together. I can see why a man tried to sexually assault Terry Crews. As a matter of fact, ever since Terry Crews told the world that a man tried to sexually assault him, I got a whole nother theory about why he told the world that, but I'll save that for another show. Are you sure? Because I would love to hear it right now. Let's just say if his wife wasn't next to him, we wouldn't know that he was sexually assaulted or that he liked women. Yes. All right. Do with that what you will. (laughs) I don't want to do anything (laughs) with it. I'm almost almost sorry that I asked you to tell me in the first place. Woo. You start the show off strong. I close this bitch out. I hate you so fucking much. What should I play to close this out? If it ain't fucking K. Michelle, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> well, that's it. That's it for us. Join us next week. Same bat time, same bat place. But uh, <laughs> uh, you can follow the show at This Ain't a Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Follow K Michelle too. Yeah, go ahead. I don't know her. I guess it's at K Michelle. At K Michelle. That's pretty on brand. Um, Hello, VSOP is the greatest song we've ever made. Quickly, um, I know some people have been asking where we at on uh, Spotify and on Google Play. Um, They're hating Google. on the Kings. Yeah, yeah, we'll be up there shortly. But we we still are on Apple Podcasts, so you can listen to us on that, or you can actually listen to us on the. Uh, newly improved Podomatic mobile app. I have to say, I have to say, shameless plug. They are wonderful, wonderful um, a platform for our show. And we appreciate it. Yep. Shout out to them. Yep. Shout out to all of you that listen. Yep. Shout out to my girlfriend in the bedroom that's probably laughing. Man, y'all know the drill. Exhibit underscore D-E-E. Instagram. Twitter. That's all I got. Go download VSOP by uh, And listen to the rain. Well, damn, spread on both Instagram and Twitter. Ladies. Ladies. Light the candle. Put the hand in your life. Yeah, it's like to do something for the ladies every now and again. Light the candle. What's, what type of candy? 
and make sure you put that. Make sure you put the SPS up here. And don't get the cheap thing either. Get the, get the good bottle. Good bottle. Put it on repeat. And don't ever stop being, being hard. Promise. Trust me. There's nobody knows. That is a goddamn slogan. If nobody knows, <laughs> John knows. No bone knew. <laughs> we will see y'all next week. Um, peace. I'm not going to ask you if you want to say anything else because you're just going to keep going back to it. Bow, bow. <laughs>